Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. All right, so joining me today, excited to have him on the podcast, it's the head coach of Yale football, Coach Reno. Coach, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Jared, appreciate you having me. Coach, I'd like to ask this of first-time coaches I've got on the podcast. Uh, I know you became the head coach at, at Yale back in 2012. What have the past you know, several years been like for you? And how would you say the program's grown since you took it over in 2012 to, to where it is today? Sure. So when I when I had the you know I had the unique opportunity and uh, honor to take over as a head coach at Yale, uh, I knew that there was a it was a very tradition-rich program that had a ton of success. Was a you know it was obviously a treasure at Yale. Um, and when we took it over, there was a lot of work to do to get it back to where it needed to be to be a championship level team. And um, you know, it took us it took us some time. It took us a little bit of time to get ourselves where we needed to be. And um, I think over the last few years, we've been uh, we've had the opportunity to compete to become a championship team, and we've been fortunate to have that opportunity and be successful with it two of the last three seasons. And I attribute that to. You know, two things. One, we've had a, an incredible group of young leaders and, and great players um, who've really, you know, put themselves out there and, and put themselves last and put their teammates first and sacrifice for each other. And then um, we've got a great university. Um, we've got an incredible president and athletic director who've been incre- incre- incredibly supportive, um, along with some really exceptional assistant coaches that have helped us, you know, help us get there. I want to, before I dive into everything for, for this year and this year's team and take a preview there, I want to look back a bit and, and just see from your perspective what the past year plus has been like for you and your team. I know the Ivy was out in front and being one of the first leagues out there canceling canceling sports. What was that like for you and finding out you know last year that there, there wasn't going to be a season? And how was it conveying that message to the players? Sure. You know, we, we were fortunate enough to get ahead of it. You know, we've got some great resources at Yale and um, that were that allowed us to kind of get the, the landscape of the way it was going before the Ivy League made it. And so, you know, we, we were meeting with the team at, the, at, at really a year ago um, once we started um, the, the pandemic and we were all in quarantine for for about three days a week. We'd meet and, and about, uh, you know, at the end of July or mid-July, I was able to convey to the guys that I thought that the likelihood of us playing, you know, in the 2020 season was, was highly unlikely. And I wanted them to think about it um, and, you know, what it would do and what, what, would, what they would do. And if they were offered the opportunity to, you know, essentially redshirt for the year and come back. Um, and I think we had some really good discussions and we've got a, you know, an incredible group of bright young guys that all love football. Um, and we had some good discussions over about a week and a half. And then, when the announcement came out, um, it wasn't really a shock. It was much more of okay. We kind of felt this was coming, um, and the guys did an amazing job. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say we've got all of our seniors back except for one. One guy uh, had an incredible opportunity to work at, uh, at a financial company in New York City, and um, he took it. And the rest of the seniors came back, and um, our sophomores, juniors, and freshmen virtually all reclassified. So. We feel like we've got a, a great core of guys heading for the next uh, the next few years, but you know, last year has been challenging. You know, Yale um, Yale really got out in front of it and did the right thing to protect the students. Um, and we did, you know we were one of the first campuses to uh, 
to say that we were gonna we're gonna bring back you know only part of our our students in each semester. Um, so last fall, I had my freshmen on campus, and last spring, I had my juniors, seniors, and sophomores. And um, progressively, as uh, we got closer to the spring, we were able to do more. Um, and we had our you know a, a true spring last year, where through spring practice. And, we concluded with a spring game and now our guys have been on campus training this summer. So, you know, every, every month that's passed, we've gotten closer and closer to, to normal. And, um, you know, we're excited about the season. Obviously we all realize that there's going to be bumps in the road with COVID and that's going to be until, until, until COVID's, uh, under control, there's going to be bumps in the road until that happens. But I think our guys have done a great job and Yale's done a, an amazing job of helping us, um, prepare us to be successful. You mentioned you had guys on campus in chunks and, you know, ultimately were able to start doing some more in-depth practices. But when you didn't have the most of the team on campus together, what were you able to, to do with them? Was it most mostly like, you know, workouts that you were giving them to do at home, virtual, you know, stuff like that? What, what was that period like for you and your team? It was kind of a combination of a few things. You know, uh, the, the vast majority of our team um, – was not enrolled last fall. Um, so in the Ivy or Yale in particular, um, you're allowed to be enrolled in school for eight semesters. So for them to recapture the season that they weren't having in the fall of 2020, they needed to be, um, to have a semester leave. So virtually all of the upperclassmen took a leave. So when they took the leave, you know, they were working some jobs. Um, you know, most were at home. Um, working the jobs. Um, a few came, you know, to Connecticut and, you know, lived off campus and were working jobs, working out on their own. Um, and, uh, and then the guys who were enrolled were working out through our program. So in the semester leave, you know, we, we can't give them a workout program. Um, so a lot of, more, a lot of more, you know, in, in workout programs that, um, that they felt comfortable with. And then once they came back, um, and were enrolled again, then we were able to, give them workout programs but the guys you know as a as a whole i mean to a guy they did an amazing job of you know of getting stronger and staying in shape and you know obviously you know, like anything else the the biggest concern you have is that we haven't played football for you know we haven't played football for 20 months so um you know the biggest concern you have is just getting back and, and as a team and being together and um practicing and, and uh getting ready to play games curious what's it like setting expectations for this year because i know as as you mentioned it's tough you know having not played games in so long and i feel like year after year you could say hey this next year we're looking to do xyz based on how we performed last year but having had that gap how have you gone about setting expectations for the team this season so we, we you know we we feel like we're a, we're a program that you know our goal every year is to be an elite team and for us what an elite team means is you know, you have an opportunity at the end of the year to be to be uh, uh, in, in in a place where you can earn a championship, and um, that extends off the field, and that extends how you carry yourself as a player and how you carry yourself in the Yale community. But um, you know, we feel like that's what we should be doing. We should be competing for a championship every year. Um, is it a lofty goal? Yeah, but that's you know what we feel Yale football should be doing. So you know, that's our goal. Um, we talk about it about ten percent of the time, and. We spend about 90% of the time talking about, um, you know, the process, the day-to-day and what it takes to get there. You know, I feel, I feel conf- uh, confident that our guys understand the, you know, understand the, the end goal, but also uh, 
have a really good understanding of what it's going to take day in and day out to try and you know, try and chase that elite status. So looking ahead to this season a little bit, I know earlier you mentioned the depth that you have in terms of the seniors that came back and, and your other players that, that are back. Take us through the roster a little bit and what, what fans can expect to see out of your team this year and maybe give us a few names uh, you know, on both sides of the ball to, to keep our eyes on. Sure, you know, we, we had an extraordinary senior class um, that, that led us to an Ivy League championship in 2019 and, you know, led by our quarterback, Kurt Wallings, and um, two, you know, two really generational talents at receiver in J.P. Schofi and, and, and Reed Klubnik. We had an NFL offensive lineman, Dieter Eisen, was playing for the Bears. Um, we had a very, uh, a very tough defense that was very opportunistic, especially in key moments for us. So, you know, we lost a lot. Um, and I feel like we've got a, a good core back. Um, we have uh, at quarterback um, the guy who's uh, coming out of spring practice, who's who's our number one guy is Griffin O'Connor, who was the Ivy League Rookie of the Year in two thousand and in two thousand and eighteen. Um, he's a he's a, a very uh, a very accurate passer, but he's gonna you know, a great leader, and, and I feel really strongly that he's gonna be a, a good player for us. Um, playing with him in, in, in a variety of roles. Nolan Grooms, who's another quarterback from South Carolina. Um, he's a local product. He went to Taft as a, as a, uh, a repeat and um, did a really nice job there. In the backfield, Zane Dudek's back. Um, Zane has been a, really a staple for us in the run game You know, since, since 2017. Um, he's been an all-Ivy performer for us, and he's back for his, uh, for his fifth, fifth year. Um, so we feel really strongly that you know Zane is a, a guy, and behind him we've got a lot of players that have a lot of a lot of talent, um, but just haven't had not a lot of opportunity. Um, at the receiver position, kind of the same thing. You know, we have Melvin Rouse and Darian Carrington, two seniors who've played a good amount for us, who've you know who've done some really nice things. But um, behind them, um, we, we've got a, a, a sophomore Mason Tipton who you know started for us in 2019 and. You know, has an opportunity now to you know to really step to the forefront at that core, um, and we've got a lot of good young players who you know who backed the backed up Reed and JP, and um, we're just you know we just haven't had an opportunity yet. So we'll see how they develop and how they come along. Um, at tight end, we've got two seniors, uh, JJ Howland and Major Roman. JJ missed uh, the 19 season with a knee injury. Major was a, a key player for us, but. They're both back, so they probably those two guys and and Zane Dudek, um, uh, Melvin Rouse, Darren Carrington, the you know really the seniors in that group, and then up front in the offensive line, we're uh, we're very young. Um, we've got one senior right tackle and Cam Warfield, and the rest of the guys are uh, the rest of the guys are uh, younger guys. Um, Nick Arjulo returns at left tackle, um, but we've got to replace we've got to replace the interior of the offensive line um, defensively. You know, defensively, I feel good about our defensive front. Um, Tate Goodyear, Adam Lane, defensive tackle position um, have been have been very good players for us. Um, and then at the end position, um, Osechuruku, Ifeshinescu, um, Reed Nickerson, and Christian Sampleton have all been very, uh, very good defensive ends for us. We've played a lot and, you know, we're, we're big contributors on the 19 team. Um, at linebacker, our captain, John Dean, really anchors that group. Uh, Rodney Thomas, Noah Pope, uh, Jordan Carey um, are all guys that you know that play in that linebacker position. Who have all played a lot of football for us. 
you know, in the back end of the secondary, um, both safeties are back, Brandon Ben and Kyle Ellis. Um, David Hickey is back um, for us at corner. Um, Deontay Henson played a lot for us in 19 and 17. Um, he's back at corner as well. So we've got to find one more corner in that group. Um, but we feel, you know, we feel like that, that group has a, they, they're, they're fast, they're aggressive. Um, I mean, we've got to mature um, in that piece. Um, at punter and at, at long snapper, a specialist game, we return both guys. Um, we've got a competition going at place kicker. So we'll see who wins that um, during camp. Um, and uh, Melvin Rouse is a, is a key returner for us in the punt return game. So that kind of gives you the, you know, the rundown um, of guys. Like I said, we've got a, a good core of guys, but we've got a lot of questions that need to be answered, you know, through camp. Yeah, no, it def- definitely seems like a really exciting roster that, that you've got there and looking forward to seeing you guys out on the field. And I think that segues nicely. I mean, I'm sure, you know, given what's gone on the past year for, for you and your team and not being able to play games, you're, you're excited just to see anybody on the schedule. But um, in terms of the schedule that you've got this year, I know one game that, that stuck out to me is the renewed uh, in-state game against UConn. Take us through, um, you know, what that game means to you guys and getting to play a team in the state of Connecticut here, um, you know, in UConn. Well, first of all, you know, we've got a, you know, incredibly challenging slate. I mean, obviously we start with the, you know, two-time Patriot League defending champions in Holy Cross. And, um, and then, you know, Cornell is probably the best Cornell team I've seen um, on film. So, um, you know, we've got a tough, a tough, uh, a tough first couple weeks and all the way through to, you know, the UConn game, we've got a bear of a schedule and, um, you know, UConn, the renewed driver, UConn, um, you know, obviously is an in-state game. It's, it's, uh, we're so fortunate to, to be able to play it, especially, you know, being an Ivy League school. I mean, we're, we're the last Ivy League school to play an FBS school. We, we played, uh, we played Army in 2014 and we were fortunate enough to, to win that game. And, um, you know, before that, the last time an Ivy League team had, had beaten an FBS team was 1986. Um, so, so we were fortunate enough to, that the schedules worked out where UConn um, um, was was open to playing us, and um, you know it's a it's the biggest mountain we've had to climb um, in a game since I've been at Yale, and you know in nine years. I mean, this is going to be the toughest game we've ever played. Um, you know, they're they're an extremely talented team, and you know it's obviously a, a huge step up from the FCS to the FBS, especially us being a non scholarship school. So. You know, it's a it's a it's a huge test for us and a huge challenge, but um, we're just excited to have the opportunity to play a great team like UConn. Yeah, no, I think that it's going to be a fun one, and I think definitely for the fans here across the state, we'll we'll certainly have a lot to look forward to when it comes to that one. Got to ask about the game, you know, that that wraps up the schedule there, and, and that's the game. I know college football relies, and it's just one of the best parts of, of the game. It's just those atmospheres in those big time rivalry games. From being a part of the Harvard-Yale game, you know, since you've been at Yale, what's that experience like from a coaching perspective uh, and just what it's like being able to participate in a game of, you know, that level? No, sure. I mean, it's an honor. I mean, to be, you know, I've been fortunate um, to be in this rivalry. and um, It's just uh, be a part of this rivalry. and it's, um, it's just an honor to be a part of it. And, you know, obviously you've got two in every, in every sense of the word, you know, and academically and um they compete in everything they do uh you know compete in, in every field that we have and you know in every uh every athletic competition we have and um measuring each other or notre dame um usc or, or michigan ohio state or auburn alabama you know we have yale and the team up north and um for us it's uh 
know, just an honor to be in it. But you know, it's it's a it's an encompassing rivalry. I mean, it's a, the whole university is into it, and um, it's just great to see the the community uh, rally around uh, that game and the magnitude of it for the players. So we're just fortunate to be a part of it, and you know, every year it's a great way to finish the season. Absolutely, Coach Reno. I'll get you out of here on this one. I know. You didn't play any games last season. You've got that uh, home opener against Holy Cross. How excited are you going to be to be able to bring back out a team onto the field and, and actually be able to compete in a game for the first time, you know, since 2019? Uh, yeah, we're like, uh, you know, we're like kids in the candy store. I mean, as coaches, and I don't, I'm speaking for the players too. And, you know, our guys, I mean, if you think of it, our players have been training for, you know, uh, since they've been training since November you know, 24th of, 2019 to come back and play a game and um, it's it's pretty amazing how I'm just so proud of them on how they've handled themselves um, and as coaches you know I think our staff's done a good job and um, I'm just getting themselves ready to play and we're just so excited to start camp in a few weeks and you know obviously that moment will be a special one when we uh, when we come down the tunnel in the Yale Bowl to, to face uh, in a great Holy Cross team. Absolutely. Well, well, Coach Reno, I really appreciate the time. Best of luck to, to you and your team this season. Uh, good luck with the start of camp in a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, best of luck during the season. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Yeah, Jared, I really appreciate it. And uh, all the best to you. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod the host at Jared Cutler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.